Welcome, I'm Julie Bacon, and you're listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast, a podcast for dog handlers who are on a mission to achieve big goals. I will share lessons, insights, personal stories, and tools you can apply during your next show, trial, or test to help you strengthen your mental game and hopefully cue more consistently. So if you are ready to improve your competitive mindset, get out of your own way, and connect with your dog like never before, then it's time to get comfy, bring an open mind, and work your mindset. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. All right, this week we are talking about goals. But now wait, we are not talking about the goals for your dogs, which is what we usually talk about. We are going to talk about the goals for yourself, most specifically goals you have for your mindset, okay? Um, So often, you know, we have conversations and there's other podcasts. And of course, I've got sections of my membership devoted to it. And that is the achieving and the laying out of goals for our dogs, like starting with dreams and really breaking it down to outcome goals that we have, milestones maybe throughout the year, and then breaking it down to like, okay, what did it? what is it that we have to go do in order to achieve those goals? What are the process goals we need? What are the skills that we need? And we break it down, okay? But, and sometimes even we sneak in, I'm able, I should say, I'm able to sneak in some handler goals there in terms of things that you want to do to become a better handler. Um, but obviously, I'm kind of obsessed with the mindset and I'm thinking that we kind of are all skipping over our own goals for our mindset and areas and places that we want to actually get better. Because if we don't write it down, right, if we don't write it down, if we don't put attention or focus or energy behind it, um, no matter what the goal is, it's it's likelihood of happening is just greatly reduced, let's just say, all right? I'm not saying it won't happen because there is a part of it that's just in terms of just saying it out loud, or thinking about it, your RAS starts to turn on and you start to look for opportunities. That is real, but you are going to be a lot more successful if we can write it down and put some thought behind it. Okay. All right. I was, and part of this came to me because um, we were, I was having a conversation with a client, but then also I was kind of rereading or re going through a book that I really like called The Gold Medal Mind. Uh, by Douglas Jowdy. And um, I think it came out like either like 2001, maybe, or um, 2002, 2000. It's in the last 2001, copyright 2001. And um, so it's a recent book. It's a great book, highly recommend it. There's also a workbook available, which honestly is okay. Um, But the book is great. And in one of the sections, Douglas, uh, I think he goes by Doug, actually, not that we're on best, you know, on first name basis. But um, in one of the things, Doug is talking about um, having what he calls psychological goals, what I would call mindset goals. And what's important about this, again, it's just like any other goal, any other dream, any other achievement that we might have. When we are trying to level up, when we're trying to improve our game, um, we want to work on our mindset, but we can't just say, oh, I want to be have a better mindset, or I want to just not choke, or I want to be able to perform in the finals. Those are all important. 
those are all a great place to start, but it's not quite tangible enough because if I say to you, okay, how are you going to have a tougher mindset? What are you going to do? What are you going to do to work on it? Like, what are the process goals? What are the skills that you need? Like, how are you going to work on that? What is your answer? Like, how do you respond to that, right? And of course, the truth is, is, you know, some of these things we're going to work on forever, right? If you are someone who wants to, you know, uh, be in better control of your ring nerves or your performance anxiety, that might be a part of your challenge forevermore. But I promise that you will not get the school, the skills or the tools that was schools, skills and tools, apparently, um, to improve without focus, without working on it, without stating what the goal is and, and figuring out how you can have smart goals, like specific, measurable, actionable, um, you know, timely, um, and reason, re- realistic, that was the R, not spelling in order, um, in order to achieve those goals and really see in this example, your performance anxiety reduce or your ability to perform in finals, like improve. Okay. So we've got to do this like we do anything else. Okay. And so, um, Doug, um, share some, I, some, I don't know, like almost like starters of like some ideas of, potential mindset goals that you could have. He's actually calling them psychological goals in this. Um, And he's just saying below are some examples of goals that help increase your psychological fitness by sharpening your focus on specific psychological targets, right? So again, um, you know, he's talking about fitness. I talk a lot about it in terms of resiliency or um, strength, right? But it's the same. It's that psychological, that mindset fitness. And then he goes, remember, by sharpening your focus on specific targets. So again, we got to break it down. If there's places that we want to get stronger, better, we've got to like name them. Okay. So here are some ideas. Um, Developing confidence, developing motivation, developing concentration, developing more effective communication, right? And this works well for us um, in terms of communication with all kinds of people around us. Maybe our family needs to be, um, have better communication so that we, they can, they can support us better. Maybe it's our instructors or maybe it's our dogs. Um, Here's another one. Um, Developing emotional composure, Mm, developing the ability to inspire, develop, developing the belief factor, getting back into a zone-like state, improving the ability to cope with pain and fatigue, improving self-acceptance, and developing mental toughness. Okay, so you probably have your own, right? Um, what's not on here is... Uh, um, reducing performance anxiety, right? Um, I would add also improving consistency. Um, one might be accepting my dog as they are, (laughs) you know, or training the dog that's in front of me. All right. So it's whatever you feel like you need in terms of your mental skills. It's not 
it's not a handling skill necessarily, but your mental, your mindset skills in order to be a better handler, okay? And then for each one of these, and oh my God, please, I mean, these are like 10 at least or a dozen. Please don't have a dozen. (laughs) I mean, we're going to talk about how to actually go about doing this, but you're not going to have a dozen. But I'm going to actually read off what he does next. So first he figures out what the thing is. So like, let's take developing confidence. And then he writes a sentence that's from his point of view or from the I point of view, right? So I'm going to read the idea that he puts forth for confidence. When I get frustrated, I will immediately shift my attention to my breath and say to myself, now present, right? Meaning meaning being in the present moment, right? Um, Developing motivation. If I feel lazy in practice, I will indulge in thoughts and images of my daily goals and my why. Okay, so he takes it to that next level. Like, what are you going to do, basically, right? What do you need to do um, to feel more confident, to develop the ability to inspire? Um, Like for that one, he comes up with, whenever the time seems right, I would look at my teammate in the eye and say, you've got this. By the way, wouldn't that be a great thing to say to our dogs? Holy moly, yes, it says that to them. It's it's a reminder for us. That would be a great one. All right. So how do we go about this? How do we go about really getting clarity? Because that's really what this is, right? It's clarity. You don't just say, I want to get a better mindset or I don't, I don't, don't want to just be a more competitive handler. Um, you need to put some specifics around it. It's just like if you were working on a skill with your dog or you have goals and you go through your, your goals for the year or maybe even goals for a lifetime for your dog. You have to get specific and then you have to break them down. So the first thing I would want you to do And I know a lot of you are driving and that's fine. So just maybe put me on pause and have a think about this. But the first thing I want you to do is think about what about your mindset do you want to improve? And by the way, you don't have to be terrible at something to want to improve it. You could want to improve a strength because it's really helping you, right? Um, And maybe you're really good at inspiring others, but you forget to do it. Okay, so maybe it's, I want to remember, to, I want to inspire someone every day, right? Or I want to lift somebody up every day, okay? Um, doesn't mean you have to be bad at it, but what is it that you want to improve, get better at, grow, okay? So I want you to really think about what that list looks like. And I want you to let yourself brainstorm as many things as you can think of, like as many ways as you want to improve your mindset as you can think of, right? So maybe, like I said, maybe it's confidence, maybe it's consistency. Um, It could be, you know, working, being stronger under pressure. Um, Maybe it's, you know, bouncing forward, as I say, right? Being resilient. Um, Maybe it's not carrying the last round, the the last performance into the next ring, you know, uh, or with the next dog. Or, you know, maybe it's letting go of past experiences or runs or, you know, past things, runs that didn't go your way, right? Maybe it's just letting go. So I want you to let yourself make a big list, all right? Just make the whole list. Write it down, kind of stream of consciousness. Just let yourself 
flow, let yourself write all the things down. And maybe you have a long list, um, maybe you have a short list, you know, and the shorter it is, probably the more clarity you have over what you're really working on these days, but not necessarily. And I just want you to let yourself make the list, okay? And then um, I actually want you to like put it down for a little while and just let it sit and just think of it at this mind dump of all the things. And now the paper's got it, right? Your journal, your notebook, uh, your back of an envelope, (laughs) whatever it is that you've got handy that you're writing on. Um, Know that, okay, you've gotten it out of your head and onto paper in some way, shape, or form. And then later, I want you to go back through that list. And I want you to start to maybe circle a few of them, right? Or maybe there's themes that all come up that all have to do with nerves, right? Or ring anxiety, right? Um, And, um, or maybe what you see is a trend, but then you find that as you went on and let yourself just do that stream of consciousness, you got to the really the root of the problem. That if you work on this root, it actually will fix like five of these other things that you wanted to work on, right? Or they're all related to each other. So there might be themes, there might be roots of things, or there might be um, something really acute that you really want to work on. And I want you to look at that list and I want you to circle a few of them, okay? Ideally, it's not more than five, um, but you know, you do you, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give you the answer because there is no right answer. Um, But I want you to really have, and if you don't have five, great, you have one or two or three, whatever, whatever the number is, again, no right answer. But I do want you to start with the kind of brain dump so that you can narrow it down from there and really feel like you know that you have specific things that you want to work on your mindset, okay? And now we start to say, and that's why I only want you to do a few things, because we can't work on 10 things, okay? His list of a dozen was just an idea, you know, ideas to get get our brains going and, and get to thinking about it. But for us, like we can't reasonably work on really more than a few, And I would even say out of that few to start to prioritize and think about like, what do you want to work on in the next three months? What's the one mindset thing you want to get better at in the next three months? And then once you start to get good, you know, going on that one, what's the next one? Okay. The next step, okay, as you're prioritizing and as you're thinking about what you want to be working on, maybe first or maybe the hot three or however you want to think about it. I want you to think about what success looks like. Now, this is a phrase I used in a previous podcast. It's a phrase that truthfully I borrowed from work. Whenever there's a project, you think about, well, as we take on this project, what does success look like? What's a successful project? How will we know that we're successful? And so I want you to think about what does success look like? If you are able to... um, really, you know, um, get some great tools around performance anxiety. Maybe success looks like, maybe your statement is something like, you know, um, feeling confident in any ring, especially the finals or something, right? So I want you to have a statement that starts with I or that has I in it, right? It's from your point of view. And I want you to really own it and I want you to like, so, so by that one, start to define what success looks like. 
Because as you set these goals, as you start to figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to work on these, you have to know what you're working toward. You can't just say better at ring nerves. Like how will you know that you're better? Like how will you know that you're quote there or that you've made progress? Because remember, we want to be able to celebrate progress. We want to be able to Um, work from points of strength, not points of weakness and constantly berating ourselves because we're not where we thought we wanted to be. Okay. So first step, throw it all up on paper. Okay. Second step, narrow it down. Third step, have a what success looks like statement for each of the things that you want to work on. And now, then, after those things, if you've done those things, then you can start to say, well, how do I work on that? How do I start chipping away at that? Um, Do I read? Do I read books like The Gold Medal Mind? Um, Do I listen to more podcasts? Um, Do I get some coaching? Do I take an online class? Do I um, just consciously use the tools I already have and put them into practice? And I think a lot of us have the pieces, you know, you're listening to this podcast, you have some of the pieces or you wouldn't even be listening. Um, So a lot of the tools that you've been given, you're not using. Not a judgment, just a reality. We all do it. (laughs) We all, you know, there's a lot of areas of my life I know better and I just don't do it, (laughs) okay? Um, And we can get into my own psychology later um, or never. But, um, you know, you have a lot of the tools. So, you know, we've talked about ring nerves and anxiety, for instance. Maybe it means going back to some of those previous podcasts and, and giving them another listen Or maybe it means going through your notes of an old class that you took or something like that. Or maybe it does mean reaching out or getting some help, right? Um, You know, to get, um, I'm trying to to think about, to get like more, well, like the ability to inspire, right? To get better about inspiring, you can definitely give yourself a to-do there. You can say like, hey, I want to try to say something positive and uplifting to at least one person every day. Doesn't even have to be about dogs. Could be at work, could be whatever. But you get in that habit, it becomes a habit. Um, I know somebody who has taken on the habit of, you know, saying something out loud that she's grateful for. And she uses Facebook to do that. And it's wonderful. She's now been doing it for years. So if you're listening, you know who you are. Kudos to you for keeping that up. Um, And, um, you know, here's for developing emotional composure. I love that word composure. Um, And the statement is, you know, um, I will indulge in thinking about what I know is true and bask in the heartfelt sense that I feel my passion grow. Right. So, you know, just whatever grounds you, whatever gets you back to ground. But you're going to have to figure out some things to do, because, again, you can't just put that goal out there and even define what success looks like and not do any more work and just leave it there. It is like any skill that we work on with our dogs. If you were working on, you know, great attention and healing or mastering the figure eight or, you know, learning how to do a blind cross and agility, whatever it is that you're working on, you have to practice it, right? Well, if your goal is to become more resilient 
or, um, you know, be able to forget, you know, leave the last round in the past so that you can focus on your next round. You have to practice it. This mindset stuff um, doesn't come just by magic. (laughs) Okay. Um, I wish, I think we all wish it did. It definitely comes by awareness. And, you know, that's one of the first steps, right, is becoming more aware. By listening to this podcast, you are automatically becoming more aware and you are automatically expanding your thoughts. All I'm asking you to do now is kind of take that next step, set some mindset goals for yourself and figure out what you need to do to achieve them. What do you need to do to have a stronger mindset if you make the finals? Um, what do you need to do to be more supportive to others? What do you need to do to have more confidence, to have more consistency? What needs to happen? And if you don't know, have a conversation with somebody, you know, involve somebody, get your instructor involved, um, send me a DM, um, you know, get, get some feedback, you know, we don't need to do this alone. We have a village of like-minded people in our community who all are striving to be better handlers, stronger people, Um, you know, find someone with whom you can have these kinds of conversations and bounce some ideas around. Okay. Um, it's, it's important work and it's, it's work and it's hard and there are tools and there are things that you can do. And you're, like I said, you're, you've collected more tools than you probably realize. Um, starting most any of those goals that those mindset goals that you may come up with, or the ones that I listed off can be made better with self-awareness and being present. Most problems go away, amazingly enough, when we are present. Because most of our anxiety comes from the fact that we're future tripping. And we're using our imagination to worry instead of using our imagination to visualize what could go right. Okay, so if we stayed in the present, if we just focused on what is before us right now, a lot of the anxiety, um, a lot of those things will dissipate. Um, Doesn't mean it's easy. (laughs) It just means it is simple. And so often the answer is more simple or simpler uh, than we think it is because we think in our brains, our brains are like concocting these incredibly complex narratives and therefore the solution has to be complex to combat that complex narrative. And it's actually not true. The solution often is simple. The solution is often clarity and simplicity and being present and letting the rest of it fall away so that it's just us and our dogs walking to the line, right? Or walking in, into the ring. So um, you've big homework this week. You've big homework this week. I want you to really think about what it is about your mindset that you want to work on. And, you know, ideally pick one thing at a time. Pick one thing for the next couple months and work on just that. Just like you would perfecting a skill, like I said, like the figure eight or like doing a blind cross or, you know, whatever else than in whatever venue of your chosen endeavor. Um, Just pick something, one thing and make progress every day on it. And 
celebrate progress and know what success looks like and work toward that and break it down just like you would any other goal or any other skill that you want to master. Okay. All right. Big goals for all of us. I'm going to be doing this with you for sure. And I would love for you to DM me or respond or something on in one of the socials um, and let me know how it's going or let me know how uh, what you come up with. Um, I think this could be really powerful for all of us. Um, I think um, it's just it's going to be yeah that powerful. It's going to be powerful. So give it a shot. Let me know how it goes. And no matter where you are off to this weekend, I hope you have a fabulous week with your dogs. Thanks so much for listening to the Mindset Coaching for Handlers podcast with me, Julie Bacon. I am so grateful for your precious time. I would love it if you found me on Instagram or Facebook at The Q Coach and let me know how it's going. I also offer a monthly membership that's perfect for ongoing support of your awesome goals. Check out theqcoach.com for details or just stop by and check out the blog and other free content. And finally, be sure to share, subscribe, and leave a review as it helps us podcasters tremendously. Plus, I know I get my best podcast recommendations from friends. Thanks and have a great week with your dogs.